Hello, my name is James Pikeaway. Welcome to the James Cast and 10 Minutes with Colin, which actually ended up being 20 minutes, but it was really cool. We're talking about all sorts of plumbing issues. And I, I think the takeaway from this is if you're going to stick your hand down a drain, make sure you have gloves on, maybe triple gloves. Beware of glass and other sharp objects. Yeah. You know what? It was a lot of fun. As I said, it was supposed to be 10 minutes, ended up being 20 plus, but hey, it's Colin, it's fun, and it's coming to you right here on the James Cast. It's a spa spotlight, yeah, a podcast spotlight looking at plumbing. Here we go. This is 10 Minutes with Colin. Do you know, we need to do that through like a 7.1 <laughs> system because I think that was split ridiculously. In the car, it splits ridiculously. Yeah. So, so well. So, seven, um, you know, 7.1 could be quite, quite something on that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Anyway, I've got to be professional here, haven't I? Because this is the 10 minutes with me. It's all about plumbing. And as you said, people do not understand the plumbing in their homes. Yes. So, where this kind of came from was um, online this week, there have been post after post after post after post, which have all been the same thing i've got no water in whatever location i'm in yeah. i'm guessing everybody else is in the same boat okay now i don't know how many times i've copied and copied and pasted the same response <laughs> which is no it's just down to you your uh, plumbing has got an issue and it suddenly got me thinking and that was kind of where i was um, yesterday on the dog walk when you sent through your normal kind of briefing notes and i suddenly thought for the 10 minutes of colin today i want to just give people the most rough outline of their plumbing system and how it actually works so i want to i want to interrupt just for a second because one of the problems that we face with plumbing here is is ultimately we're coming from other parts of the world yes and the plumbing in the UK, the plumbing in Canada, water feeds to homes typically work differently than the UAE. Absolutely, yeah. There's a simple reason for that, which is it's the pressure of the incoming water that is different in where we're from versus where it is here. Mm. Um, here it's lower, and I don't know why, but normally yeah. it will come somewhere between 0.5 of a bar and maybe one bar. That's a, that's a trickle. A normal, well, no, it's not actually. It's it's, yeah. it's all right. It's just it's not designed to... Um, and it, it, often that alone is enough for uh, a ground floor. So, mm. for instance, many homes here have a direct feed for their gardens uh, or alternatively garage areas at ground floor, but they definitely couldn't do that for an upper floor location. My, now, my maintenance guy they wanted to do that. They wanted to run it direct up. And I said, yeah, yeah that ain't happening. No, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so what that basically means is if you imagine if you haven't got enough pressure, then you basically need to create that pressure so that when you turn on your big rain head shower, you've got enough water coming through to give you the experience that you want. Yeah. So Dubai has pretty much universally chosen a system which is a, um, a, a storage tank initially so that you can build up the amount of water yeah, that yeah, you yeah. need. And then secondly, some sort sort of pumping system and the nuances of that are mm. different depending on which location that you're in interestingly enough the best system is by far and away not the most expensive system oh how, how is that possible right, well, get ready never, i'm not going to name way. the location <laughs> oh, come on you can name it i'm not going to name <laughs> oh, the location give us a hint okay it has a uh a, a various courses uh, golf courses called earth wind and fire nearby <laughs> that, that's enough there we go 
And the system that they've got designed there is quite possibly a, um, a technical um, plumber's dream. It's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. So the whole system is computer controlled. Oh, no. It's triplicated. So we have three pumps that are operating. It's like a space shuttle. Oh, it's unbelievable. It has its own room underground, oh, oh, nice. like a big room. Yeah. You know, this is bigger than, um, bigger than a, well, actually, it's bigger than, I was about to say bigger than a major room, but no, it's bigger than a double room. Really? Yeah. And then it has, alongside it, it has has a water tank that's in the same, like with a partition in the same in this, area. Is there a drain in that room as well for the water tank? Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, there is a hole for a drain. Yes. Okay. And then some of them still have a pump that works. Okay. Okay. Some of them so never like have a, the pump. like a sump pump. Exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. Gotcha. But most of them, it was never installed. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, so, I see. I, I know where this is going. Yeah. Okay, so when we get called out, and the moment that we normally get called out is, I've just opened the hatch to the special little room, which is normally under the golf cart area. The golf cart area, okay. Obviously, you have a golf. You don't have a golf cart, James. What's going on? Are, are golf carts, by the way, popular in the ranches or no? Absolutely not. There's no. like two there, and we all laugh at them as we go past. But anyway. Um, Oh, and security have got them as well. Okay. Now, that's just uh, sports to try and get those when security aren't looking. Uh, that's a lie. I'm not, I don't do that. Right. Let's get back to the point. Yeah, so we so get the phone call and they've just opened the hatch and they said, well, I've just opened this hatch and I didn't realise that the whole room was the water tank. And the first time this happened, we were like, we scratched out. What the whole room's? No, it's got a partition that's there and that, that's basically what's, yeah. what's there. Anyway, what's generally actually happened here is the float valve, which yeah. is a uh, cost, you know, a couple hundred dirhams yep. has failed. Yep. There is no alarm. And oh, then it is no. basically flooded over. Now, where there is a sump pump, the sump's gone, oh, right, my time to turn on now. It turns on. But unfortunately, after the days upon days, because you can't actually see the sump pump is operating. Oh, no. It gets clogged. Uh-huh. And with all the dirt that's in this room, I mean, it's not it's not a clean room as such. So all the dirt that's been uh, that's there, and it gets clogged. And at that point, it's not getting rid of all the water. They've already got an enormous dewa bill at this point because yeah. it's been fighting and fighting and fighting for days on end to get rid of all this water that's yeah. flown in. And then what happens is the water starts to rise. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. now the water rises so that it is. If you imagine this is like a, a smallish double bedroom, that's the right size for this. So it rises until it's reached not just the roof, but it's gone straight the way up the access tunnel to get to the golf cart parking location above and has come down the driveway. Okay. And then that's a lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. At that moment, we get the phone call. Okay. To which we want to say, whatever you do, turn off your D-Work right now. Okay. So we would normally get there a couple of hours later, by which time the water is kind of soaked in a little bit. And, um, you know, if the sump pump's still operating, well, no, it's not operating, it's shorted out by then. But normally we get it so we can see the first step of the rung uh, going down the access 12 feet. So do you guys Jack Cousteau it or? Uh, no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, can you imagine that for health and safety? Oh yeah, I'm doing a health and safety audit. Oh, I can't find two of my staff. They're currently underwater in an electrical unit in Jamaica Gulf Estates. No, James, we don't do that. Instead, what happens is we, we literally have to pump it out okay. as a start point. Now, um, once we've pumped it out, and that in itself can take a day oh, for sure. to do, um, we then get to the stage of um, 
trying to see what we've got left. We then actually, you need to vent it beyond them because it is so humid. Oh yeah. So then we've well, got, got all the electricity, right? Because that is not only is there a, a water storage tank down there, all the pumps for the house are down there, right? Well, at that point, basically everything is shorted anyway. Right. So um, we will then- The three computer systems, the whole oh, bit. Oh, right. Oh, let me tell you. <laughs> so basically at that point, before anyone's allowed anywhere near it, the whole thing has to be isolated so that we know for sure that we've got a safe working environment. It will then be retested before they're allowed anywhere near it. Once we've pumped it out, and um, then we'll put in a fan to literally just get rid of that humidity and just start some movement around there so that we can get a bone-dry working environment where yeah. we, we've got something to work with. Everything that is down there is toast. It is done. That's got to be thousands. It's thousands. tens of thousands. Wow. To give you an idea, if you retrofitted what was there previously, you'd be looking at fifty to 60,000 to put it right. Okay, and this is a 200 dirham item that's failed. Wow. Yeah. So... What we actually do is something completely different, which is we put a much lower tech solution in there that actually works. <laughs> you know? The only bit of high tech that we add is we put an actuator, which is all it is an actuator is an electric valve that opens and okay. closes yeah. onto the, uh, just before where the, the cheap float valve is. Uh-huh. And that's attached to another electric float valve so that when it goes too high, it shuts that valve, creating a safety there so yeah, it can't a overflow. Idea. That's a good idea. It's not expensive. <laughs> you can do that for about a thousand euros. Not difficult, but it's a no-brainer yeah. uh, that's there. So um, at that point, rip out all the pumps. Um, we, again, I mean, we've looked at reconditioning them, but the reconditioning costs are almost the same as a brand new pump. Really? Yeah. I mean, and they're brilliant pumps. Oh my goodness, they're grunfold. They're like wow. as good as it gets. They're like yeah. the Ferrari of the pump world, the Grunfoss. You cannot kill a Grunfoss. <laughs> in fact, you know, here's a case in point. Remember Nargis, my um, yeah, customer yeah. 23 yes, from yes. the early days? We fitted a pump, and um, a, just a standard, um, standard Grunfoss at her place in 2008, and we've just replaced it. Really? Yeah. And it was only because it was noisy. It was still working. <laughs> it was just really noisy. And it's because as the bearings get old, yeah, they, yeah. they finally go. But my neighbor's got one of those. Of my na- I'm sure my neighbor's got, you know, I don't know what kind of pump it is, but yeah. you can hear the bearings. And it came on the other morning as, you know, I was out in the hot tub and I, I hear it. And I'm going, and instantly I'm going, it's not my hot tub making that noise. Almost certainly that will be a Dragon Mart special for irrigation, mm. which mm. can happen inside two weeks. Oh yeah. For, you know you know what? It is an irrigation pump because they had yeah. a borehole put in. Yeah. yeah. And, the, and the irony, we're going to get back to the plumbing, but the irony mm. is, so my neighbor says, hey, you got you got to get one of these boreholes put in. And you know, and I'm going, uh, water table already is pretty low. And I, I'm nearly- Slightly illegal. Yeah. And I'm going, I don't think that's a good idea. No. And then I said, well, what's the cost savings you've got? Oh yeah. Well, he goes, oh, I saved about 300 dirhams. That's it? I'm going, you saved 300 dirhams? Really? I said, I, I don't think it's working right then for you. No. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, these kind of things, if you've got a big garden, um, were it not to be illegal, which obviously yeah. we'd, we'd, we'd never be a part of, but um, you can save thousands a month. Yeah. Um, but again, it's not legal. So that's no. the end of that discussion. Yeah. So d- yeah. don't ask me how we got this thing. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I, I, but the the sound of that pump, oh, horrible. Yes, loud. I mean, it was yeah loud enough that I got out and checked to make sure that the old jacuzzi pumps weren't uh, acting up. Yeah. So the retrofit in this yeah. situation for this undisclosed location, um, roughly we can get the whole thing done for about fifteen thousand. Um, which, considering it's fifty to sixty, if you retrofitted the same stuff and that retrofitted system, if you put the same in again, yeah. will happen again in about three to five years 
Really? Yeah, because if you imagine, if you've got no safety on it, yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing to there's nothing to stop it oh, um, yeah. happening again. So it's just a design flaw. So uh, we've done that one. But let's get back to the basics of plumbing and what we're talking about. Yeah. So the first question that always comes is, is this happening everywhere within my development? And the answer is no, assuming that your system is working correctly. Yeah. The only time when it could be happening to everybody was be if all of you have broken the law and you are directly connected to DWA. Right. That is not something that is allowed in Dubai. Mm. You have to use your storage tank because otherwise okay. you have these massive pressure f- uh, fluctuations first thing in the morning when everybody's real- having a shower. I didn't realize that was law, that everyone has to have a tank that the water... Now, here's an interesting one. It definitely it was raised in like, a, oh, around the 2008, 2009 period when we were just starting out and we asked for clarification from d yeah. at that time. I haven't seen anything since either in one direction or the other. And I have looked to clarify that since we went to Dewa's head office to have a conversation with them. So I don't know that anything has changed. It makes total logic that it is still illegal because it's an utter disaster for Dewa trying to um, keep some uh, semblance of uh, standard pressure there. So, and it's just a really bad idea to Mm. do it because there's quite often where you will get four or five hours for whatever reason where DWA are trying to fix the system somewhere where they shut off the water knowing fully well that because everybody's got a big storage tank, it has no effect on people whatsoever. Okay. Well, so that's perfectly okay. And they don't think twice about doing that because, you know, as far as I'm aware, it's illegal to do a direct connection. Okay. Now you imagine the practical side of a landlord. Okay, so a landlord who is currently um, experiencing falling rents, and uh, this is a landlord in a villa, just so that we're clear, is uh, experiencing falling rent, and the last thing he wants to do is pay anything. Yeah. So what he does is he gets his little man who goes goes there, opens up the um, the bypass valve, connects you directly. You open your tap, you're like, oh, I've got water. Isn't my landlord a wonderful guy? Okay, and in reality. He's done nothing. He's yeah. opened one valve and he's connected you direct to DUA, which means that now um, you have water. You probably notice uh, in some cases you will get better pressure than other locations. Um, you know, things like if you're at the bottom of the hill of your road, <laughs> right. you, are, you will often get better pressure than sure. if you were further up. You've got instance. gravity. Exactly. Gravity helping you. Yeah. So you might not notice it upstairs. Uh, upstairs. It might still be okay. I had one, pro- my last property actually was the <laughs> first one that I I'd had where I actually had decent pressure under Dewa when we were swapping pumps okay. over. I yeah, might, yeah. might be very clear on that. Um, but most places might have been an absolute disaster in the ranches when we've had to do that for huh. upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So we've literally been, it's been a dribble up the upstairs tap trying to get the kids bath at, at night. So, um, you yeah, know, we start off two hours beforehand to get to get through it. So that is the the, uh, the start point. So there is a storage tank there. So it mm. should be, your each home should be pretty much isolated in their own plumbing system. Right. and it shouldn't be directly related um, to the wider DEWA setup. You've then got your pump. We talk right. about pumps quite yeah. a lot, but basically it's simple. There is a pump. All it does is it adds to the pressure that you get mm. within the, uh, the plumbing system. And then sat on top of that, normally looking like a bit of a trumpet, you've yeah. got the pressure kit. Its job is simple, on and off. When it uh, when you close the tap again in the house, the pressure automatically builds because the pump's still running. It finally reaches that point where the pressure kit tells the pump, right, we've done enough now, you can yeah. turn off. Okay. Equally, you open the tap, and at that point, the pressure that's still in the pipes comes out. 
the pressure goes low, the pressure goes, oh no, we haven't got enough water pressure here. So it turns on the pump to create mm, more pressure. It's literally gotcha. that simple yeah, as, yeah. It, as it runs. Okay. So that is kind of the main part of um, your the water supply. The next one is hot water, how hot mm. water happens in the house. There's now, there's two main systems that, um, uh, that operate. The first one is um, a bathroom by bathroom uh, cylinder, yep. which is a hot water cylinder, which is the old style. Yeah, Probably until about six years ago, that was the oh, standard. Okay, that's, what, yeah. that's the standard where I am. Yeah, and same where I am, and the ranch is one as well. And basically you have one water heater in each location yep. that uh, is there. Most people leave it on, and as a yeah. result, what happens is the water heats up, there's a thermostat there, which can be varied. So if your water is either too cold yeah. or too hot, you want somebody who knows what they're doing <laughs> to move that because it is right alongside the electrical connection for yeah. um, uh, the water heater. <laughs> and if, you, if you touch that when it's on, you are going to get knocked off your ladder and uh, it, you could be seriously hurt. Yeah. So don't just go and do it yourself if you don't know exactly what you're doing. Very important. Um, but saying that, to actually change the, the temperature setting, the actual physical timing of it is only a, uh, like five minutes to be able mm. to get that done. Easy. It's easy, but the problem with it is you don't know exactly how far you've taken it in uh, either direction. Uh, so it's a, it can be a little bit suck it and see. So any um, any supplier should be perfectly happy to come back if they haven't got it right first time, right. and it's not their fault. It's just one of those where okay. they're trying to find that that sweet spot for nice. you. So what's what's the what's happened in the last six years that's changed? So in the last six years, they've started to move over to solar water heaters. Oh, I see those on the top yeah. of homes. Okay, so these are actually combi units. They're not pure solar solar units. Oh, okay. But what they are basically is a big tank. So yeah. the ones that are in the ceiling are normally 80 litres. This one's likely to be around the 200 litre mark. Ooh, nice. And it works as a little ecosystem on your roof, <laughs> whereby there's a, a tiny little pump that actually pushes the water yeah. through the board that you see, which is, all it is is a black board with water running through uh -huh. it. So obviously that black is there to, um, to take all of the solar that it can, and it keeps circulating it through and through and through until it hits the right temperature at which nice. point it would shut off. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, during win the winter period, you're unlikely to get the full heat that you're looking for. Yeah. So as a result, there is also a, th a, th a, um, a heating element and a thermostat in that uh, tank okay. as well so that you can get extra heat from electricity if you hmm. need it. So hence, it's a combi kind of unit setup okay. that way. So that's What's the, the longevity system. of those things? Because that uh, just sounds to me like it's on the roof, right? Yeah. I see these things. They're struggling, at the moment, <laughs> I'm going to say. And a lot of it is the original pipe work that was used that was substandard. Uh. So the, the thermostats as well are not designed to work within the salty environment that we have. So we're doing about four or five a week at the moment really? of um, just um, repairs and that kind of thing. There's a new housing development by me. I mean, I say new, it's about a year old now. Yeah, and I, I see know. those on the roofs. Yeah. I look over and I say, oh yeah, the, and I always wonder because they look kind of nice. And... I've seen some of the older places where it looks like they've abandoned them. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a really difficult one because the idea is brilliant. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's massive in Cyprus. When I went to Cyprus, oh. I couldn't believe it. Every property has one. Mm. But I don't know whether or not the issue is, well, I do know. It's the salt that's the issue. Okay. And um, they haven't, I don't think the design has been updated to be able to cope with that as well as it should have been. Um, mm. In all honesty, it's not difficult to do. It can be done, but they haven't done it yeah. yet. So um, there are those issues. Um, but, you know, hot water, cold water, that's the standard scenario. If you've got water coming through your ceiling, which is the other one. Oh. So 
this is what we talked before about the fact that I really do like having a conversation with a lady on the phone. There's nothing, it's, it's a simple reason yeah. that they tell me honestly what is going on and, um, and what they can see. Yeah. So the phone call normally goes, right, I've got water coming through my ceiling. Okay, is your AC on? This is with a lady. Is your AC on? Um, yes, it is. Great. Can you turn your AC AC off, please? Call me back in 15 minutes and tell me what happened next. It's possible that it's going to go loads of water. Yeah. It could be that it just stops. But whatever happens, just let me know. Okay? 15 minutes later, phone call comes. It's exactly the same. Right. In which case, that's almost certainly your water heater. Have you noticed that your water's been going orange recently? Rust. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. Right. In which case, I'm pretty confident this is going to be your water heater. Whereabouts are you? Oh, I'm in the ranches. Let's do that because yeah. I know it well. I'm in the ranches. Oh, and which um, bathroom is it? Oh, it's the bathroom for the Jack and Jill, which is the two bedrooms that share the bathroom upstairs. Oh, well, thank you for that. That's an 80 litre Ariston. We hold them in stock and we can, we can quote there and then and away <laughs> we go. With a man, the phone call goes, hi, just to let you know, I've got a dead water heater. Uh, well, can, we, can I just take you through the um, the process of how we, we would diagnose? No, 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 no. No need for that. Um, I already know that it's my water heater that's dead. Oh, um, so have you put your head up in this? No, I haven't. don't need to do that. It's my water heater. Oh, all these questions. And in all reality, if we go there with a water heater, you know, it's a good 50-50 whether or not it's the AC that's actually the issue, or it could even be plumbing pipe that's dead as well. Right. But again, because we haven't been able to go through that process, yeah. it makes it more difficult. So that is literally the reason why we prefer the conversations with the lady in the house. Yeah, yeah. So we got hot water tanks. We've got the... Hot water tanks, we've got the pumping yeah, system as well. Faucets, we can talk oh, about faucets, as well. That's right. Yeah. That's all. So, the standard one with the faucets, you know, everybody says, oh, well, just go and repair a gasket. Well, they're all different. In the reality, <sighs> modern life, unfortunately, back yeah. in the day, it used to be that was a standard. Yeah. And, um, and the actual parts would be standard as well. The way they're manufactured now, if you try and take apart a faucet that has been in a Dubai <laughs> property for a few years, it nine times out of ten, it's going to smash. Yeah. Nine times out of ten of that, um, we're not going to be able to get the spare part that we actually need. So the reality is it's a replacement now if oh, you've man. got an issue with a tap. The only issue that is standard that is an easy one to fix is there's a sand filter on the end of your tap. Ah. If when you go both hot and cold, you haven't got much water coming out of it in both directions, nine times out of ten, it's just the sand filter on the end. Right. So you, often people can do this themselves, which is just undo that sand filter. You might just need to use a spanner because it might be a, a right. while since it was last removed. Turn it upside down, give it a little bit of water. You'll see all of the sand in there. It's quite dramatic when you <laughs> yeah. do see it. Put it back and all of a sudden you've got amazing flow again. And yeah. this is something that is a proper DIY that people can do themselves. <sighs> Easy. And that, that, you know, cleaning out the trap on a, a sink, is that something I noticed on the kitchen sinks, there's usually a removable trap. Yes, there is. You're right. So basically there's a U-bend there. And, yeah. um, and then on the bottom of that, um, you, all you do is literally, it's a twist, um, yeah. which is a, a standard clockwise twist yeah. on that one, I think. 
uh, if you've got a blockage in there, but actually very rare. That's what you'd normally use when you drop your, your ring down the right. kitchen sink. Yeah. If there's a blockage, normally it'll be um, in the floor drain itself in Ooh. that kind of location, in which case you're more than welcome to stick your hand down there. <laughs> um, I will always stress, if you are going to do that, you yeah. need to be super careful. There's often glass down there mm. and, uh, you know, double rubber gloves is the normal scenario that you do and move your hand really slowly when it's in there so that if there is glass, you have a chance before you sliced yourself. Yeah. Um, that happens a lot. Uh, alternatively, obviously a service that all um, decent maintenance companies yeah. would, uh, would would offer. And that's a, that's everything you really need to know about your, your plumbing. Yeah, it's not much more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's actually remarkably simple when you think of it as a flow. Yeah. This is something I talk to our booking team about frequently, which is everything in terms of maintenance is about flow. If it's electrical, you've got a short circuit. Think about it as a flow. It's moving from point A to point B. How does it physically get there? Go along that cable system and then you will find where that short is. Water. I've got water coming out the ceiling. Work on the flow. See where it goes. Yeah. I've got no water. Work on the, the flow. flow. <laughs> and that's the constant thing. And if you think about it in those terms, it's very rare that you can't diagnose these things effectively. There we go. This is 10 Minutes with Colin. That one was 23, wasn't it? <laughs> it's pretty close to that. <laughs>